This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. All right, Patrick, I need your help. Explain this to me. Explain to me why you call a baseball game and postpone it when it's going to rain, but then subsequently just drizzles. But then last night against the White Sox, the Twins play a game through what at times was a driving rainstorm and never even delay it. Well, because... You didn't want to play the first time, and you used any excuse you could because your stout pitching staff was not in. Sh- what were we doing? We were worried about. We just had a we had a day off, and then a bullpen game. Yes, and Maeda was so, going to pitch, and Maeda was going to pitch, but they didn't want Maeda. They wanted Maeda to pitch after Hap. Hap was going to pitch Sunday anyway. Correct. But if they moved May, if they let Maeda pitch Sunday, then they would have had to have half pitch Monday against the Whiteys. It was all based on uh, not wanting to play, and the the fact that they played yesterday made them look even more absurd yes. than for calling that game off two weeks ago, right? Yes, a thousand percent. Yeah. It looked mean, ridiculous. Yeah, and and of course, the great thing is the the forecast was for like thirty percent rain, right? Yes, thirty percent chance of rain. Yep. So they just they just didn't want to play. I don't know if they've ever admitted that though, have they? Nope. I know that they they basically admitted it when they sent emails to everyone they had on the ticket list and then gave them four tickets in addition to the replacement tickets. They gave them four tickets to any game they I mean, any game they could get in on. I think I, I I think there were certain games that they couldn't get, but yeah, it was uh, it made them look even sillier last. I am surprised that the checkers maintain their footing as well as they did, aren't you? They all, you know, they threw pretty well. Well, Burrell changed his shoes after the second, and I, I don't know if he had better cleats or what, but starting in the third, he actually lo- looked like he had more footing while he was pitching than he did uh, with the shoes he started the game with. He had a great breaking ball last night. Oh, it's fantastic. When he was rolling, he, that thing was that thing was moving left hard. Uh, you know the the they really screwed up though. Why did they pitch to that Zach Collins when they got that chump coming up and was hitting a wild right-handed guy hitting 152? You know, uh, Brios is twice as effective against right-handed hitters as he is left-handed hitters. Why would you Why would you not just you know pitch around that guy and uh, and uh, strike out the next guy? I, I just made no sense and course the fact they boxed the ball around that whole inning didn't didn't help me either but he was really good but man that radon's got good stuff Mm -hmm. 
That guy, whether you throw that changeup in there and that breaking pitch with throwing, he's throwing high 90s now. Where'd that come from? I know he was a phenom at one time, but, uh, you know, a lot of injuries. But I don't know if the gun was juiced up or what, but they had him at 100 once last night. I know. I know. Yeah, I know. That that was a a fun game. And the best part was Cott basically begging begging Rocco and Larusa to leave the starters in the game because he didn't want to watch the bullpen's pitch. (laughs) Yeah, he's true. Uh, You know what I was clicking last night, too, and I ran across the Giants game, and Zach Littell was warming up, right? Yep. Why'd they get rid of him? I mean, why why not pay him a couple of million? That's all it cost. I mean, he had a good arm. He threw hard. He, you know, he wasn't a phenomenon, but you know, to, to go out and you know get Hansel Robles, who was horrible last year, and you could have kept Latell for the same money. I, I don't, I, I don't quite understand some of the pitching decisions they made. They no. just are just incredible. They're just, I mean, they. They out they outsmarted themselves into this mess with this pitching staff. That's for sure. Hey Patrick, now they're de- how now they're, de- how now much they're des- Do you think that these guys know about uh, baseball itself? The decisions. So R- Rocco's in-game decisions and the front office's personnel decisions to me have become really questionable. Well, I wouldn't question that Rocco that I know more about baseball than Rocco, but uh, sometimes I don't think that they, you know, I I think, you know, he's, there's great panic whenever anybody turns an ankle, Yep. but there's not great panic when other teams are picking up rallies, you know, that that (laughs) can win the game for you. That that's when you should uh, say, Hey, you know, let's, let's, let's figure out something here that gives us the best chance we can possibly have. And as I said last night, it just makes no sense. And Cott pointed that out uh, repeatedly last night, that that decision to, uh, you know, not wait for the right-hander to come up. What I didn't hear much of between uh, those guys, although I heard it last time he pitched, was that uh, how Barrios is, you know, how left-handers have killed them all year. And, uh, you know, we don't, we haven't discussed that properly, I don't think. No, you told me that. Right, right, right-hander. I mean, Abreu had no chance against him. Mm-hmm. And that's a pretty good hitter right there. So, I I don't know. It's uh, it, The whole thing last night was uh, ludicrous. Uh, because, it, as we pointed out the other day, Judd, we are certainly, certainly in a month from now or two going to start hearing about how all the doubles hitters piled up because of the postponements. Even though the White Sox and the Twins both called off games, they had no reason to call off. Yes. Right? Yes. So in, in, within a three-day period, they called off two games. The, the, White, the Twins were trying to set up their pitching. So then the White Sox said, "Okay, we'll show you. We'll set up our pitching and have a <laughs> have a and and have a phony rainout. Their phony rainout had stopped raining at three thirty in the afternoon. Ba- they called the game off. Baseball has to control this somehow too. Yes, this they do. this is a ridiculous old school that the home team controls the if the game starts. If I'm baseball, I'm saying, you know what." There's too much. There's too much hanky panky going on with this. We're going to take control of starting games. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's yeah. There's no reason not to. For goodness sakes, they're controlling every other thing in there. You know, the other fight I've lost though, for sure, mm-hmm. uh, 
is the idea that you could not play seven inning split double headers that the fans would not put up with that because you're you know you're charging a separate admission and then only playing seven innings there's no chance the ship has sailed seven inning double headers are a factor of life in baseball right in major league baseball right now they're gonna you know they've they've done it this year they've gotten away with it with the splitters, with the two seven-inning games, and there's we're never going back to a real, real doubleheaders anymore. Which is ridiculous to charge people for. I, yeah. mean, I mean, just play. Why isn't the rule if we're going to do this? Play seven. We have to we play straight through. Do, I yes. mean, play, players hate the split. Uh, the split ones too, right? Yes, and and what this does is just give them a longer break to sit around and do nothing and yeah. get miffed because they have to do that. So. It's uh yeah, but that's that's they're they've decided that they can the the fact that so few of their fans are actually hardcores that they're just people who casually drop in on baseball three times a year they can get away with it right because they're going to leave in the sixth inning anyway so what do they care Yeah, you might be right. It's just it's it's the most ridiculous thing. Uh, in a sport trying to get, you know, fans to attend, blah, 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 that you you charge them for a product that would be much easier to play straight through. So, Well, but the thing they got going for them, I, I think that they're probably going to do pretty well with this uh, with this uh, All-Star game. The home run derby is going to be huge, I think, because uh, Otani's in it. And he's, he's, he could turn out to be their savior. Uh, you know, that people could actually get into that and say, you know, get over their natural prejudices that they like to have the best player in baseball be from this hemisphere. But, uh, and, uh, and, and say, this is a phenomenon. We're seeing something baseball has never seen. Yep. And you don't get a chance to say that too often. And, uh, you know, he could. We talked about that yesterday, but. I, I think he'll do big numbers in the home run derby and uh, perhaps even boost him in for the all-star game itself. So he's going to pitch. He's going to hit. We don't know when he's going to pitch. Is that what I saw last? Don't know when he's going to pitch. Don't know when he's going to hit. And he's also, I think, plans to play in the field, too. Because he, he's yeah, a starting outfielder. He's a starting outfielder. So yep. only, he would start the game in the outfield, right? So. Yep. He'll be, he'll be playing in the outfield, and then so he'll hit. And then I I don't know if they're going to – are they going to apply normal rules so that he's going to have to come in from the outfield to do his pitching? They probably they will, gonna, but they shouldn't care. Are they going to wave it, you know? Well, I think that what makes it great, though, is if you do it under the normal rules of baseball, you know, that you can say this guy accomplished this without it being – manufactured in any way hmm. you know without it you know i think that because you know people who love to be cynical about the modern game including me will say well you know if they could have just taken babe ruth in in the eighth inning in the first ever all-star game and told him to pitch yeah after he'd already left the game yeah. and you know i mean people people baseball fans are the old-time baseball fans have a hard time accepting the modern era player, whatever the modern era is, as being better than the old legends. And I don't really have a hard time with that, but uh, maybe maybe something to do with with pitching and Gibson and Ironman and that stuff I do. But I, you know, I 
have no doubts about the excellence of the modern player. And a lot of the old timers do because, you know, they have crazy managers who take these guys out of the game and, and that makes them lesser men than the guys who played 162 games. How about the guy in uh, Kansas City? We got to like him, Merrifield, right? Yeah, he's a he's nice played, nice player. Well, he's played, what, 400, 300 and something in a row? Something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, uh, that's pretty phenomenal that you're allowed to do that in the modern game. So, you know, the guy that refuses to leave, there aren't many of those. I remember Morneau one year saying his, before the concussions and everything start, that his goal was to play 162. And uh, you know, I don't, I don't think Gardy ever approved of that. But of course, Rocco used. Oh, to Rocco! To not even mention it. Rocco's head would mention. spin around. Yes, that that is true, Rocco. Uh, but uh, you know, last night was uh, in a driving rain. It was uh, quite a stout uh, pitching effort. That was fun to watch, at least the pitching part of it. So the warning track was flooded. That was my favorite part. It was flooding, yep. and they kept playing the game. Tell us again why you didn't play two weeks ago. Could you explain that to us one more time? Hey, I got a question for you. Um, I'm still getting emails from, by the way, from people who drove in from northwest Iowa and stuff like that. Well, yeah, they should be pissed. More pissed now. Yeah. Uh, here's my question from, from a roster uh, standpoint. When every time Donaldson tweaks a, a hamstring, he's going to miss time, which is absolutely fine. I don't care about that. But why don't they just IL him and make it retroactive so they can get another body? Yeah, because you know, you know, he's not gonna. You know, they're not gonna let him play for. You know, they keep saying. Oh, well, yesterday, I hear Rocco didn't even mention him, right? Yeah, I don't think he did. So, yeah, so uh, yeah, he's gonna miss ten days. So I, I don't know. I have no solution for that. Give you, give you a chance to uh, play the Miranda kid for ten days. Put him on the roster and. Uh, Yes, and see see what he is. What what you got here? You know, maybe he'll break in in the big leagues with uh, three home runs and six RBIs his first game in the big leagues. He's cooled off. Obviously, you're going to cool off after going five for six with three home runs. They won big last night. Beat the Iowa Cubs like eleven to one. And by the way, he'll be making starts here in August. Crafty left-hander Andrew Elvis. (laughs) I saw your tweet. Get ready for him. Yeah, he's been pitching good for like a month. He's the best they got. Here he comes. In 2013, he broke in with 17 and a third scoreless. We're going to have a reunion eight years later. Where's Cole DeVries? Let's get Cole DeVries back. <laughs> Let's run it all Cole, back. Cole was pitching for the Twin Cities Cobras, I think, the Minneapolis Cobras, and they won, uh, he won, they won the state title with him two years ago, but he didn't pitch last year. I think he gave her up. Okay. Cole was pitching. Cole was pitching town ball for a couple, three years. So, that, for quite a few, I think he started pitching town ball immediately after his pro ball career was over. Bring him back. Did, did you? He watch- was wearing was a, the thing I remember about Cole. He was wearing those tight short suits before PJ Fleck ever showed up in town, man. So that's where Fleck stole it from. Saw oh, Cole yeah, stole it from <laughs> former Gopher great Cole DeVries, Yes. Did Did you watch the match? Do you like the match? Nicholson what? and Brady and Rogers and uh, DeChambeau. Oh God, no! Was it on last night? It was on uh, Turner La- TNT. I will say this: Bryson DeChambeau might be one of the most unlikable people that you could mic up. I root against him. You should. He won't shut up about angles and numbers and stuff like that. I'm on, I'm on the I'm on Team Kepka with him. 
Yes. After last night, I am too. He he was be he felt he was being picked on by by the other people he was playing with and started complaining about why he was the victim of being picked on when it was just really? good natured guy crap, which was funny. But I didn't even know it was. Boy, they must not have publicized that too well. I didn't even know it was existing. I watched a little. I knew bit it. I knew Twins. it. I remember when it was proposed, but I didn't know it was taking place last night. Yep. Yeah, no, they... Uh, who, who was the other uh, quarterback? Rodgers. Oh, did he... Uh, were they needling him yes. about the Packers situation? Yes, Brady did big time, and then they, they tried to get an answer if he, he was going to show up for training camp or the start of the season, and he was very... Uh, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. I'm not sure yet. I'm just enjoying <laughs> my day out here. I okay. I don't think he's going... I do not think he is going to show up. No, he doesn't. He's not going to... He's not... The guy who wants to be, you know, known as a hypocrite. I don't think he doesn't want to be known as the second coming of far, you know, Yep. who changes his mind every five minutes. So. You know what I also have come to believe about him, especially in the past few months? I think he's sort of tired of football. I think he's one of these guys that, unlike Favre, I don't think it makes him go. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think he's a great competitor, but I think he's. I think the part of the reason he doesn't want to come back is because they kicked the field goal. The competitive nature of him <laughs> says this was, you know, the hell with you. I want to go somewhere where they want to win, you know. So I don't blame him. Where they're not, where they're praying they might get the ball back. He wants to go somewhere where they, you know, he's jealous of the fact that Aaron's basically turned that team over to Brady. You know, he's jealous of that. And then they won the yeah. Super Bowl after they let Brady start being the offensive coordinator. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. And I, I think he's jealous of that. He wants to find a place like that. So, All right, sir. We will uh, uh, talk to you right, on Friday. Yeah. Okay. Bye. We'll be out there fighting for their lives momentarily. Yeah, it'll be exciting. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.